We encounter toxins every day living in today's world. From air and water pollution to pesticides and the like, one quickly realizes that in order to stay in tip-top health, we must make detoxing a daily practice. The trouble is that it can be hard to find an efficient, gentle, and affordable product that can do just that, unless you know about Shilajit. Shilajit is a natural resin that melts easily into hot substances, turning any cup of coffee, tea, or even hot water into a naturally healing and detoxing drink. If you're interested in helping your body cleanse, heal, and renew on a cellular level, head to naturalshilajit.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S-H-I-L-A-J-I-T.com and use my code MACG, that's M-A-C-G, to save 10% on your order today. Move beyond surviving and start thriving with natural Shilajit. Welcome to my human design experiment. Hey there, friend. It's Mystical Tuesday. And you know, I'm gonna be real. It's Mystical Tuesday. Like, it's almost 2 a.m. And... Hi. Yep. If you can't tell, this consistency thing is a struggle for me. And tonight's gonna be a fairly short episode because I'm already about to be running on five hours of sleep most likely less because I know I'm going to have a really hard time getting myself down. If you're watching the IGTV and you're wondering why um, why I look like this, <laughs> it's because I'm staring into a light and the only way to at least reduce the amount of blue light radiation that I'm going to get tonight and therefore give myself the best chances of actually falling asleep relatively soon after being done with this podcast recording, um, I decided that I'm going to be wearing these orange glasses that essentially block blue light. No, they're not blue blockers, but any color therapy glasses that you use that are orange are going to naturally block out blue light um, because everything that's going to come through is going to be just yellows and reds and oranges. Uh, I'm sure red color therapy glasses would have the same sort of effect. I am looking at active. <laughs> I am actively looking at getting actual blue blocking glasses, uh, and I highly recommend y'all do too if you haven't already. Um, I'm looking at getting some prescription ones just because your girl's nearsighted. So it'd be really cool if I could blue block and see. So, like for example, you know, drive at night and actually trust that I'm not getting flooded with blue light radiation. So, yeah. Uh, By the way, if you have been listening for a while, thank you for coming back, and you may have noticed that I've included the natural Sheila Jeet shout-out at the beginning of my podcast. I used to include shout-outs for brands that I am an affiliate for, and after a while, I just, I, I wasn't sure... Um, if those shout-outs served me or the brands uh, because I just wasn't really getting any traction on them. However, Natural Shilajit has just kind of come back into my life in the sense that Shilajit is just something that's incredible and 
if you didn't listen to the shout out because you skipped it, I totally respect that. But I'm not going to go into Shilajit here on my podcast exactly because you can just go to the very beginning of this episode and listen to the very quick um, spiel that I have about it, a little shout out. Uh, and Natural Shilajit is just like one of the best brands to get it from. Uh, every time that I've consumed their Shilajit, it just feels good. Uh, they feel like a good company in general. They feel like they have good practices from everything that I've looked into and you know the product does speak for itself so if you're interested in Sheila G and you're wondering like wait why why is there a commercial at the beginning of this it's not a paid commercial I only get a little commission a small percentage if you choose to go to natural Sheila G and use my code um gathering brands that I genuinely want to want to be affiliated with is going to be something going forward that I do and look into. So if you see another little shout out, I call them shout outs because I'm not getting paid to make them, <laughs> but it doesn't necessarily, you know, it's not like a plug or anything like that. It's just I am shouting out a brand that I also have an affiliate code with. So if you use my code to get yourself a discount, you help support this podcast and you help support my artistic endeavors. Um, yeah. <laughs> Another thing too that I'm just looking at doing is not necessarily rebranding uh, because I feel that I have actually stuck with this brand of Mystical Mac and it works. But I'm looking at... Propelling forward my card reading and energy healing business. I'm starting that by acquiring what I like to call regular clients. Clients that I read for once a month. You know? And in that sort of contract for lack of a better word not that there is a contract but in that agreement of for as long as it serves us we check in and we do this thing once a month I have a sort of openness to one create a continuous relationship with the people that I read cards for because I realize now that I'm not really like a one-off sort of person for much of anything, if I like something or somebody, I stick with them. <laughs> and they stick with me, um, you know, if that's what they choose or if it's a thing, uh, I keep that thing close. Um, for example, it's funny because in my adulthood, I've found that I can now say there are certain things I've been doing for years. Like, for example, I am not much of a makeup shopper. I love makeup. I know how to use it. I've been a performer my whole life. So naturally, you know, and an artist. So make, I'm not, I'm not going to say naturally as if every artist is into makeup, but with my life experience, having grown up a girly girl, definitely identifying as a cisgender girly girl. Um, I love me some makeup, but I hate going shopping for it. And I, I it's like, a really big pressure and a high stakes thing for me to go shop for makeup because makeup is often expensive and 
you know, I want it to be vegan, I want it to be cruelty-free, like all of this good stuff, which by the way, not one and the same. Vegan and cruelty-free are not one and the same. Cruelty-free just tends to mean that it doesn't get tested on animals, but is it really cruelty-free if it includes animal product? I suppose we could say like, well, how is that animal product derived, you know? Is it like shearing sheep where they're going to need to shed their wool anyway and we're just kind of like having a symbiotic relationship, like secondhand benefit, secondhand benefits? Or is it like, are we skinning sheep for our Ugg boots? I should have given a trigger warning before that. That was a really graphic thing to say. But like real talk, that's kind of the comparison I'm making, right? Like, are we crushing beetles to create our pigments? Um... And then claiming we don't test on mammals and calling that cruelty-free because that's not the same. So one thing I've been doing for literally years now, and it actually boggles my mind. I've had this membership for years. I've been getting an Ipsy bag for years. Uh, and it's they're too big for me to have an affiliate code for them. Like I have a referral code. I think I can free, I can like gift Ipsy bags and stuff every now and again. But I'm really looking for companies where I can benefit you know, oh, sorry, I just hit the mic, <laughs> where I can benefit um, from sharing in that way, you know, granted, like, affiliate codes don't necessarily give you a huge commission, it's usually, like, 10, maybe 15% commission um, based on an order that somebody places, so, you know, if you buy a 40, if you, ha- if you place an order with Natural Shilajit for $40, I'm gonna get $4, which is still awesome, you know, and the goal is to have this podcast be wide-reaching, and so it won't really matter that it's just $4 because it'll be a lot of people taking my word for it and trying it out, and those $4 are going to add up, but I'm being really transparent about this because this is one of the really beautiful ways where content creators can make money, and I pride myself, I just hit my IGTV mic, I'm just hitting all the mics, you guys. Oh my god, and I'm almost at 10 minutes, and I haven't even previewed IGTV into what the hell this episode is gonna be. I'm so sorry. Okay, let's... I'm not sorry. I'm just a mess today. We're gonna roll with it. (sighs) I'm breathing. Okay. I'm being transparent about this, because this is one of the beautiful ways that content creators can make money, and I pride myself in being a really honest person in general and I have the integrity at least in the sense like I'm not saying my integrity is unshakable I've definitely got some habits that infringe on that and you know I'm gonna be compassionate when it comes to those habits and compassion is kind of the theme of this episode so if you want to keep listening about that and you're on IGTV I suggest you hop onto a listening platform pretty soon there you go I clued you in um I pride myself in being a very honest and very, I'm not going to say sincere, uh, truthful reviewer uh, and consumer. Not just that, I do my best to be a conscious consumer. Uh, It's really hard in today's world sometimes to escape some things, but I do my best to you know, I look at sustainability, I look at the amount of waste, uh, like today I uncovered a, uncovered, opened a highlighter 
from my Ipsy bag and the highlighter was like wrapped in styrofoam and I'm just not not like styrofoam but like that like very thin styrofoamy feel feeling like sheet for lack of a better word and the first thought in my head is like why why you already have a nice sturdy box why the styrofoam I get it for cushioning but like there are better ways there's got to be a better way you know maybe like just a slightly bigger box with one of those little like divots that like makes it so the product doesn't move I don't know so I pride myself in being very conscious about the things that I consume and uh buy and partake in when it comes to that and what a beautiful thing it is that nowadays with affiliate codes and stuff and I think more and more companies getting the hang of like hey a person doesn't have to have you know I don't know, global celebrity notoriety in order to have an influence. And because brands are realizing that more and more influencers that don't have crazy huge followings but have a very solid following, they're able to make a living off of affiliate codes and promotions and, you know, if they're an artist like me, Hopefully, they're also generating income from their art. And that's something that that I really get down on myself about not having done by now. Because I am such a ball of art. And, like, Lord knows I've drawn and painted enough things that I could put them up on a digital platform and sell them. But, like, that seems so complicated in my head to like create that and then upkeep it like I'm dealing with the fact that I need to go into my WordPress and change the wording around my tarot card readings because I no longer want to offer just one-off readings I would like to offer readings for people who are planning on being regular clients for a minimum of three months um so every month we do you know a 45 minute to an hour reading via I'm going to use Skype because I'm not going to pay for Zoom right now because it would be an expense that I don't need to pay when I can do Skype or FaceTime, um, you know, and I could send a picture and a voice recording of the session. Um, but then, you know, I one reading for like 45 minutes to an hour every month um and if after three months they're like hey this is thank you for the info I'm not going to keep going awesome but I'm looking you know at changing the wording around that on my website because I don't want to do just one-off readings anymore um and just that which by the way would probably take me like realistically 15 minutes if I even if I sat there and looked at the page and thought about what I was going to type before I typed it like instead of you know just going in and doing it like it wouldn't take me very long but because I'm not entirely sure of what it all looks like it's so daunting of a task to me 
And so affiliate codes and promotions, it's kind of like a nice thing for those of us that are still figuring out the most, the the way to optimize our content creation and our, what, what part of that content we'd like to monetize. Uh, I'm working, I shouldn't say actively, but like it's on my list. I'm working on beefing up my buy me a coffee profile, which is basically like Patreon, but way less complicated. And you, the listener, would be able to show me support for something that I'm already doing. Like, for example, you like my content on TikTok, like you can buy me a coffee, you know, for that. Or granted, what I'm going to put up there instead of like coffee, I'm going to be like, hey, contribute to my water bill, (laughs) you know, Um, or hey, contribute to uh, my electricity bill or whatever, whatever it might be. Um, that's probably what it's going to be, you know, but, uh, but basically, or I'm probably not going to specify, I don't know, or I might specify, it helps people to know what they're paying for, right? But like, instead of buying me a coffee, I'd be like, hey, contribute to my water bill. Hey, contribute to my electricity bill. Like, hey, you know, contribute to, um, my co- my cosplay closet or something. I don't know. Um, but basically, if you like my cosplay content, which there's not much of it, but if you like my, you know, my Wheel of Time cosplay content on TikTok, you can go in to my Buy Me a Coffee and go, hey, I like your cosplay content on TikTok of Wheel of Time. I want to contribute to your cosplay fund. And so, or like, hey, I really love your podcast. Um, I'd love to contribute to your electricity bill so you can keep making it, you know. So it feels relevant, but it's not like a Patreon because, guys, I have a Patreon. I, I probably have all the things that, like, I have a Shopify, I have a Patreon, I have a Printful, um, which is, like, when I can print my artwork on basically anything and I've only used it to give people gifts. But, like, I have all those things. Just setting them up and then keeping them up is, like, the biggest challenge of my freaking life. And I'm working on it. I... I'm working on it, um, but I realize that I'm never going to truly be able to do those things to the degree that I want to do them if I can't sit down and record a fucking podcast every week or every two weeks. What a fucking struggle, um, and why do I say that? Like, some people might be like, well, okay, one thing has doesn't have anything to do with the other. Yes, it fucking does, because you know what? Sitting down and just talking at a microphone is fucking easy when I get down to it. Keeping a content website up, even if it's like a shop that I open for a limited amount of time and then close, like those things, that takes a kind of commitment and consistency that I need to work on and create. And what better way to do it than with something that already comes so easy to me, like talking. Talking someone's ear off because I literally was like, this is going to be a short episode. Now let me reach over and see how long we're at. I'm already inching 19 minutes. So this is not really going to be a short episode. This is probably going to be about just about the same amount of minutes as it usually is, which is about 20 to 30. 
I need to be able to create a sense of consistency with something that's very easy to me so that when I move over into something like an electronic platform through which to monetize my content in whichever way that I would like, um, you know, my podcast content, my visual art, because yes, I do draw, and as much as I want to be a great digital artist, I, I don't know that that's going to be a thing. Um, maybe, I don't know, but I'm really great with a regular old pencil and paper. Um, and if I can find a way to translate what I've created with pencil and paper, that's the goal, really. And I can see it happening. But like I said, like that is something that is not easy for me. Like even the part of this podcast that used to discourage me the most, which was the editing part, which mind you is like so incredibly simple for a podcast such as mine. I eventually came to the conclusion of you need help. You need someone to do this incredibly easy editing job because you needing to edit this thing is adding a hard, a this is really difficult for me to do factor. That if I was being real with myself, which I wasn't, was like the straw that would break the camel's back every time I would record the podcast and then I wouldn't, I would take forever to edit it. Not because I discount editing or I don't think editing is important. Obviously, I do because this podcast does get edited with an outro and an intro and now a shout out. It does not get edited in between though. Never has, likely never will unless I am doing an interview style podcast. Which by the way, I am going to be doing an interview style podcast with a special surprise guest. Um... That's going to be in the next few episodes. Don't know if it'll be exactly next week because I feel that I'm going to want to do a prep episode before that where I sort of get into the the gist of what the conversation ended up being about in a way where I don't really get into the conversation so that when you guys get to listen, or not you guys, but you, you listening, there's one of you at a time here, when you get to listen, you'll be sort of prepped without even knowing that you're prepped. Uh, well, now you're going to know, but you know, for the <laughs> the interview. So, but unless I'm doing an interview, which I will be doing very soon, this is very exciting. I feel like the last person that I interviewed on my podcast was my ex-boyfriend, um, which that was, it, I think it was a good podcast, actually. Um, a lot about breath work and fasting and I still heavily believe in all that. <laughs> um, but it's been a while. And going back to what I was originally saying about the editing, you know, even though my podcast is incredibly simple to edit, and of course I value editing because I do put an outro and an intro and I make sure the levels are nice and all that junk, for me to do that myself was just egging on my own procrastination and and it was perpetuating this idea of you need to figure this all out alone. The only way that you're going to make it is alone if you do it all. And I can't begin to tell you how that's not true. 
Like, it's so not freaking true. And the people out there that have this belief of the only way that I can make it is alone. Until this belief comes to the light of your consciousness, you are going to consistently get so close to like being on it and to, you know, being on the ball and doing the things you need to do. And then you're you're inevitably going to come to places where you crash and burn because that belief of the only way I win is alone is going to continue to come up and come up and come up and you're going to try to continue to do it alone and do it alone and do it alone. And guess what? You can get yourself so far alone. I will admit that. You can get yourself pretty damn fucking far alone. Let's be real. But even Elon Musk needed another person to go, no, okay, that that's an idea. Steve Jobs needed at least one other person to be like, okay, I see what you're doing. Let's take this along. Even if it's just one other person. And it doesn't matter if they paid that person or not, because guess what? When it comes to new ideas, whether you're being paid or not, you want to believe in that idea if you're going to make it go far, right? So all of these people that we see today that have created empires, that have created true innovation, that have created just these incredible sort of things that nowadays are like, oh my god, like they did that. They didn't do it by themselves. They really freaking didn't. Okay, just sit with that for a second. You can only get yourself so far on your own two feet. And there's gonna come a point where it'd be pretty fucking nice to ride a horse up the hill or hop into a car, you know, or whatever metaphor you want to use. And... How does all of this tie into compassion, right? Because I said at the beginning of this episode, just literally in the nick of time before I GTV cut out, that this episode is about having compassion. And in this last five minutes, these last five minutes, I'd like to talk about compassion. And I'd like to talk about why awareness is key But compassion is the hand that turns it. I'm going to say that again. And as far as I know, I've made this up. So copyright Matt Guerrero. Compassion is key. I'm sorry. Awareness is key. But compassion is the hand that turns it. And will is the thing that pushes the door open. (laughs) No, but truthfully. Awareness is key. Compassion is the hand that that turns it. Why do I say that? What makes me say that? I've been all about like awareness is key, guys. Acceptance, awareness. I suppose when you're able to have compassion, you are led to acceptance. 
But I don't think that you get acceptance without a little compassion. So let's think about that really quick. This last five minutes, I'm going to tell you how I've found that compassion is the hand that turns that key. That you find when you find your awareness. Tonight I experienced something really interesting. I had a conversation with my partner that I can't say that it was like the most pleasant conversation I've ever had, but at the end of it, at least I did feel a sense of resolve. But that wasn't the amazing part because oftentimes we get a sense of resolve. The amazing part was that I had all of these feelings coursing through me of, and I should preface by saying, not due to him at all. These are feelings that would run through me regardless of him. But I had all these feelings of like, wow, your feelings are just a lot. Like, how do you expect people to deal with you? Um, You're a lot. You're a lot. You are just a lot. You know that you're a lot, right? Like, this is why love isn't for you because you're a fucking lot you have those thoughts inside you I I hear you know that you only learned that because someone told you that while you were growing up and they probably showed you because they weren't equipped to deal with the feelings that you brought forth and kids don't know how to move through emotions I mean they do they have a sense But things get murky when we are conditioned and socialized by adults whom don't know how to be present with us. Especially when our feelings are just too much for them to handle. We get this message of, you are too much, not I'm ill-equipped to handle the amount of feeling that you have. You're too much. And for the first time tonight, I held myself in that space to when, you know, we got off the phone and yeah, there was a sense of resolve, but I was still feeling like I'm a lot and like, you know, like maybe I'm just, I'm just not cut out for, for love like that because I'm a lot. I don't know. And granted, these are not feelings that, you know, I'm like sticking to hardcore. Like these are feelings that are going to move through me and pass through me. And I'm not about to break up with him, you know, because of these feelings. Not at all. Like I let them be there. And all the while that I let them be there, I just kept telling that part of myself that kept saying those things. Well, I'm here. You're not too much for me. And I'm like tearing up just thinking about it because 
you know, there's a there's a reason that it feels like we are different people at times. I know I feel like I'm different people sometimes. Like I feel like, you know, one situation might make me feel one way one day and then the next day it makes me feel completely different. Um, but a real true thing about us is that when we're dealing with feelings that are core wounds, like these are feelings that were instilled in us when we were little because one of those moments where someone was like, oh, yeah, what you're doing right now, it's too much for me. We never got to move through that feeling. We just shoved it away and identified with the part of ourselves that could just not feel that thing in that moment. Um, And that's like one of the magic properties of consciousness um, of which humans have so much of is we can siphon off these like parts of our personality to the point where they say shit like you are too much you suck you're never gonna feel love and you're never gonna find love and no man is ever going to stay with you because sooner or later they're gonna realize how much you are and they're not gonna deal with it and they you know you find a part of yourself or parts of yourself that say this shit that say this shit and and then you become aware of it and you're like wow it's really fucking mean you're really mean. That really sucks what you're saying. And you know, a lot of people even go as far as like, oh, name that voice, name that voice. So you have something sassy to call it by. And all of that is fine and dandy. You've become aware, but like, how close are you to actually shifting towards something better or healing or towards something that just feels less mean? You have compassion for yourself. And I'm not saying it's like some easy thing. Like I've I've never until today genuinely felt like, you know, if everyone in the world says, Mac, you're too fucking much, go the fuck away. That's okay because I have me. Would I rather be amongst a group of people that I love and care about? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I used to think that I didn't need anybody. No, that's a lie. I used to want to not need anybody. I used to desperately want to do everything myself to be completely self-sufficient. And you know, I've started to become more self-sufficient now that I've honored the fact that I need people. That I need my therapist. That I need my friends. That I need my partner. That I need my mom and my dad. It's funny. All the awareness in the world. And if you can't have even just a shred of compassion for yourself. How are you to ease the parts of you that are already on the defensive into healing? Because guess what? If you come at them being like, hey, I need to change you. It's like telling an agitated person, can you just calm down? (laughs) When has that ever worked? That awareness needs to be followed by compassion. What does compassion even mean? Just a deep sense of understanding. Because when I really turn 
to that part of me that's telling me you're too much, you're never gonna find love, or you're never gonna keep love in your life, like all this stuff, when I look at her and I really ask what the fuck she's all about, she's like this wounded little toddler that's like, that's what people told me. That's what the people that I cared most about in the world told me. That's the message that the people that were supposed to help me with these big things gave me. That they're too big. And if they can't deal with it, then who can? And then I get so sad. And I tell her, I can. Because to me, you're just enough. You're more than enough. Without ever being too much. Use the awareness to see. And use your compassion and your deep, deep level of understanding towards the parts of yourself yourself that are still children use that compassion to turn that key and open the door to this opposite experience if you were neglected of being seen and cared for by your own self and if that includes asking other people for help then by god ask them Ask the right people. Don't just run and ask anybody. Ask the right people. Ask yourself who the right people are. And if it takes you a while to come to that answer, let yourself take a while to come to that answer because when it comes to the deepest and youngest and most wounded parts of yourself, you can never be too delicate and too soft and too nurturing and too kind. I'm going to leave you with that, and turns out this episode was probably a little bit longer than I anticipated. (sighs) Compassion is the hand that turns the key. Thank you for tuning in. I'm really excited about our surprise guest. It's going to be in the next few episodes. And stay mystical, stay grounded. I'll catch you guys soon. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Mystical Mac. For future episodes, click that subscribe button. And to help us spread this podcast far and wide, consider leaving us a review. Also consider checking out the social justice links in the description below and going to mysticalmac.com to read up on my blog and find out about my tarot card readings. Also, follow me on Instagram and on TikTok at Mac Guerrero. Lastly, thank you so much, James, my amazing editor, for putting this podcast together for us. I'll catch you next time. Stay mystical and stay grounded.